0: you were studying prayer all the notes are in your bulletin uh, the outline that we're covering we've talked about spiritual reality we talked about personal life now we're in family life stability and family life we've seen four points this is the fourth one this morning number one uh, a, a stable relationship starts with children learning to love their brothers and sisters they need to learn to to have that sacrificial love and get along secondly they need to learn how to deal with hard situations as in their parents and and in having an authority over them they might not agree with and they need to learn how to submit to that and not rebel and we looked at that two weeks ago last week we looked at teaching children to love the way god made them as men and as women they're they're very different they're complementary but they're very distinct and young men should be young men and young ladies should be young ladies but this morning we're looking at how we should pray that our children wait to meet listen god's chosen life partner for them now let's let's do a little study i want to show you some verses turn to the next book proverbs 18 real quickly i'm going to show you four verses to give you kind of a framework and you can start writing these down proverbs 18 verse 22 a husband or a wife is a gift from the lord if you get a husband or wife and you seek the lord about it and you obey the lord and follow his way the one you get is a wondrous gift from the lord proverbs eighteen twenty two. he who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the lord that's what the lord planned that's what he offers to us that's what we have look at chapter 19 here's the other side of the coin <laughs> proverbs 19 verse 13 here's what happens if you neglect all this here's what happens if you don't seek the lord here's what happens if you if you think more about everything physical than you do about the spiritual verse 13 a foolish son is the ruin of his father you get to shape their life you get to build into them you get to be the authority for their lives and dads if you neglect that and you happen to graduate from your home a foolish son he will continually be a source of ruin for you he will ruin your plans he will ruin your hopes he will ruin your expectations he'll ruin a lot of things so i would work on them while they're at home and not raise a foolish son the contentions of a wife are a continual dripping god says if you do not cultivate that relationship with your wife it's worse than a leaky faucet or a a plumbing problem she will be a continual dripping by the way these were uh grass-covered uh thatched homes that had poles and stakes and then they would put sod over it and all winter long the rains would come and if you had not prepared a slope correctly on your roof it would come right through that that thatched roof and drip all winter long and what a graphic picture if you've ever been in one of these homes and seen their roofs who would want to live in a house like that verse 14 houses and riches you can get from your dad but a prudent wife a wonderful godly husband you can only get from the lord and you know what I, when i met bonnie i could not escape saying when i looked at her the first time scared her to death i said you're the one i prayed for my whole life I, I just i i couldn't believe it i just said that was the single greatest request i had lord don't let me go my own way i want to have your choice i want to have a woman that pleases you well keep going to proverbs 31 because this relationship is priceless we know this we usually only hit this on mother's day proverbs 31 10 who can find a virtuous wife her worth is far above rubies. She's priceless because her husband can safely trust her and will have no lack of gain, and she'll do him good and not evil all the days. And I'll tell you what, it's not just a wife that's priceless. A godly husband that is living in Christ-like, sacrificial love with a wife is priceless. And that's what God wants us to have. What are the rules? We'll turn to Second Corinthians. Now, Whoop! way over to the other end of your Bible, Second Corinthians chapter 6. And if you don't get anything else, especially if you're single or a young person at home, and not yet uh, graduated from home there is one basic rule that supersedes all others okay about marriage and it's in second corinthians 6 14. we may only marry a believer so if you can only marry a believer you can only date a believer and you cannot do evangelistic dating for the purpose of getting them saved so you can marry them or marry them and hope they get saved afterward all of those scenarios are sin Do you understand that? You cannot marry and you cannot date. You cannot yoke your life together with an unbeliever, according to God's word. Now, you can do whatever you want, but you'll reap the results of that. God says, don't be deceived. God isn't mocked. You go your own way, you'll reap your own way. And many people do. You cannot say, God, uh, whatever happens, happens, and so it's your will. No, it's not. It's not God's will that you marry or date an unbeliever. It says, look at what it says in 2 Corinthians 6.14. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Why? Because what fellowship can righteousness have with unrighteousness? What communion can light have with darkness? And that word communion, uh the word koinonia, is the word that the, the Greek language uses for marriage. It says, what marriage can light have with darkness? It doesn't work. Now you say, well I know someone that worked. Yeah. And and I know someone that went in a barrel over the Niagara Falls, but 10,000 others would die in it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if one person makes it. It's not God's will, and it's sin.